Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Congregation, welcome to another installment of Scam Goddess Podcast. And as always, kings and queens, I am what? Yes, excited, very excited. I'm truly so stoked for today's guest. We've got royalty in the building, honey, okay? You know her as one of the stars of Insecure. You probably saw her HBO special, Mama, I Made It, which was hilarious. Those stories about going to Nigeria, I really cannot love that special. Um, But now she's got a book coming out, guys, and it's Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams. And can you imagine a better place to promote some bamboozling and scam goddess. We have the one, the only, the incomparable Yvonne Orgy. Hey, pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Yes, doing a Jamaican air horn with my mouth. <laughs> yes. I literally just need you to announce me everywhere I go. <laughs> yes. So wait, Yvonne, I have to ask you. I mean, you wrote about Jesus bamboozling you like into the life that you deserve. You know, so like you're, you seem to be familiar with a scam, with a con. Um, See, I don't, I don't know that I liked the concept of coming on here because, you know, I am Nigerian and there, <laughs> there may or may not be like some analogies to Nigerians and scammers. And I, I don't know that I appreciate it, but I was like, let me give this black girl a chance. But I don't know where this is going to go. So to all my people, I don't know. I don't know. It's not us anymore. Let this woman okay. knock on. Listen, one, I don't like you coming on here and doing a real authentic Nigerian accent <laughs> because... I've been doing my terrible Omo Niger accents on this podcast, and people was thinking it was good. So now you just debunk my whole scam. Doing the whole thing. And, and listen, we love Nigeria. We love them as the Silicon Valley of scams. Um, Ooh, real no, innovators. No. Wow. The Silicon Valley. <laughs> hey, look out. No, I, I rebuke everything this woman is saying. <laughs> the, the words that are coming out of her mouth are just a representation of her and her alone. I'm not a part of this, so please. She, see me see trouble. Listen, we honor y'all. We give y'all y'all flowers, okay? No, oh, we don't want, no. Those flowers are dead, okay? Those flowers are dead. <laughs> we don't want those flowers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, besides that, you know, like, have you ever been scammed? Do you like scams? Do you hate them? Like, where do you lie on that uh, gamut? It's funny because, uh, so I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, I think because I'm so uh, on high alert about being scammed, I recognize mm-hmm. scams before I get scammed. So we were actually on on set and an, act, an actor or actress who will not be named, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know how the, the new thing is, I guess people are sending out these emails like, oh, hey, it's like Facebook or Instagram. We need you to, you know, mm-hmm. verify, like, like you're going to be reported, you know, because of activity on your account or whatever. And so mm-hmm. said individual was like, oh, my God, what is this? And they clicked on it. And I said, oh, no, no. no. And they were like, what do you mean? Is it not official? I said, first of all. Nothing official from Facebook or Instagram comes from, I think it was like info at possibly maybe Facebook or Instagram. Like, I was like, damn, at hotmail.com. AOL. I was like, huh? And they were like, they were like, no, are you serious? I was like, mm-mm. And so the next day, what's funny is, so I was like, ooh, girl, you basically have just been hacked. I was like, I don't know if anybody ever told you what this means, but you just been hacked. 
Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. And so the very next day, I too got that email and I screenshot it and I sent it to, to the actor and I was like, things that will not be clicked on for 500 Alex. I was like, this is how you avoid getting scammed. And they were mad. They're like, oh, dang, man, I got got. Yup. My scam, my scam radar is pretty good because, you know, I, I'm accustomed. Yes. Yeah, so you're not a mark. Look, I've been a mark and I've also, you know, learned how to suss out scams. But I love that for you. Yeah, there's been a big trend of like people with big followings or influencers getting that email and then they hold your account ransom. And they make you pay to get it back or they're like, we'll delete all your followers or we'll sell your account. And I saw one, uh, I posted this on the Scam Goddess Instagram, but I saw one event where it was the scammers. They're like, we're so sorry for this inconvenience, but we really just need you to send us the money. Otherwise, we can't give you your account. But I said, no, I'm not apologizing for robbing you. So (laughs) sorry. We're sorry we had to do it, but we got to eat too. (laughs) (laughs) But no, this this weekend actually, uh, somebody's husband they they took over their account. They like literally took over their their Instagram account, like erased, like changed his password, changed his login, mm-hmm. and now like they own it. And yep. I said, how, Sway? In what in what world? Yes, this is the hackers using their power for evil. Like, and then I just love the apologetic nature of like, look, I don't want to rob you, okay? But listen, that's what I that's my profession. I'm a robber, you know, so that's what I do. <laughs> My question is, why couldn't they do this all four years of the Trump presidency? Like, right. you have four years to just take over his his Twitter account. Four. Four. And none of them are good with technology. So you, the perfect marks were right there. And then as long as you keep preaching hate on the, on the timeline, nobody going to know the difference. You know what I mean? And occasionally throw in joy and love one day. Just, just baffle all of us and be like, ah, oh, dang, the president is... You turn it over and you leave. Ah, he was scammed. That's how we know. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... <laughs> or at least have the president like, hey, MAGA supporters, uh, flat tummy tea is the best tea for hate. If you really want to make it, make the Negroes mad, y'all purchase these Instagram shoes. <laughs> like, you know, whatever it is, help support a black owned business. You know what I'm saying? In the process of taking over the president's account. It's just, it could have been a win-win, but here y'all were. Y'all don't like nice things. Right. Y'all don't want to scam for good. And we like scams for good. Scam so. for good. I feel like that should be a charity, a, four, a 501c3, scammers for good. Scammers for good. I'm a, I'll be a part of it, okay? Listen, a tax um, write-off. I, I just want to know, like, if, if, I send my, if I send my tithes and offering, do I get a... Do I? You absolutely do. We're going to send you a blanket and a T-shirt uh, for your donations, okay? So everybody knows that you're supporting scamming for good. I'm um, here for this, then. This is, a, this is a mutually beneficial, ridiculous situation. Yes. So, guys, let's get into our first uh, segment here. What's hot in fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams out on the streets. And more often than not, we get a listener letter from you guys where you snitch on your friends and family. And as always, if you want to be a stool pigeon for the good of the world, (laughs) scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just what? Make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Fuck up your bag. Amen. So, Yvonne, I need a name. I need a fake name. We don't care about gender on here uh, for this letter. Uh, Latronette. Latronette. Beautiful. Latronette. <laughs> I've, I've never run into a Latronette. And I don't know where it came from, but I just was like, I think I was like, Latrine and Antoinette came together and Latronette. Latronette. It sounds like a hairspray from the 80s. And I love that. I love that for Latronette. So, Latronette says, Let me tell you about a scam. Basically, I had to flee Los Angeles and go back home because of COVID. Yes. Uh, I'm a college student. I already signed a lease for my apartment, and it was next to the school. So I wouldn't normally leave my apartment unlocked, but I flew out of L.A. suddenly, so I just left the keys in the apartment and left. So you young, because that's not... Don't nobody do that! Don't nobody. This is not, sis. This is L.A. This is Los Angeles. Right. Home of the scam. Like Latronette. That's you way too trusting. And I guess she's thinking there's nothing in the apartment, but still, you don't leave your apartment unlocked. Is she from Alabama? So, is she is she from Alabama? She's from down south where they leave doors unlocked. Right. And we stopped doing that a while ago. We we still locking up our doors, okay? We ain't even have a tea on the porch no more. It's dangerous out here. Lacey okay? said, don't even put that on the south. Don't put that on the south. <laughs> Emancipation came and nothing was safe, okay? <laughs> That's what you said. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> listen, okay? And um, so basically she says that she left the place unlocked and that she had a friend who was coming to visit and she told her she could stay at the place because she's still paying for the place, right? So Lachinette says, when my friend got there, the door was locked. Now that's curious because you left it unlocked. Mm-hmm. With okay. the key inside. Which is basically an invitation. Let's not forget the key. Somebody is a squatter now. Somebody lives here. <laughs> yes, Iman, see, you are good with the scams because you know exactly where this is going. So the door was locked, right? So, which obviously wasn't supposed to happen. The people who opened the door were super confused as to why she was knocking at their door. And they said that they were renting the apartment from the landlord. I was confused since I was paying for the apartment and the lease was in my name. Mm. I tell her to contact management and let her know that no one's supposed to be in the apartment and it's still under my name. She calls the police to get the people out of the apartment and they figure out that the people living in the apartment were scammed too. Mm. So an old white man, and then in parentheses, Latrinette put, are we surprised? (laughs) (laughs) Not with the side commentary. Not with the slice. Are we surprised? Are we surprised anyways? You know how they do. What? What? (laughs) So she noticed this old white man noticed that the apartment was unlocked and posed as a fake landlord. He fully set up an open house and reeled these people into a fake lease. They thought the apartment was theirs and started to move in. It was empty because she hadn't moved in yet. So make sure y'all's landlord is actually the landlord. Thank you, Latronette. And yes. I'm confused. (laughs) Does the landlord not live... Because I, when I lived in an apartment, my landlord, like, lived in the building or, like, next to the building. So mm-hmm. this this situation might not have been able to go down. Plus, I was the only black person, so he would have noticed a change in Some color. Some activity, yes. He, he was quick. <laughs> I would just be going down to check the mail and be like, hey. I'm like, it's just me. You know it's me. It's, just, it's, no, it's no other black person. It's me. I have a similar situation with my landlord. If anybody comes into my apartment building, like my mother was here setting my place up and she went to do laundry and my mom came back when I came back from work and she was like, oh, I met your landlady. I was like, "Mm, curious. I was like, you didn't meet her. She saw you and came and found you. She came to find you. You It was not a meeting. There's not a meeting in the laundry. No, she was like, (laughs) (laughs) black person alert. No, that was the most annoying thing because I lived in West Hollywood and on the street of of a street it was literally me and my roommate were the only black people right in the, not only in the apartment building but in on the block okay so anytime we had this like it was a very strict like you can't sublet rule but you know i was Right. Pretty insecure. A hoe had to do what a hoe had to do it again. Right. Amen. Do you want the rent money or not? Okay. So there might have been times where I was like, I have a friend and I need you to pay me my half of rent so that we can both stay here. Um, right. And so, but even still, like there would be sometimes where like my brother would come and visit for like three days and he'd be like, hey, do you have a guest? Yes. I, I, I didn't know. I, the last time I checked, I was allowed to have company. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sneaking in roaches. I'm allowed to have company. Am I not? But it was like this thing of like because you're brown, we can tell when you have company. And one time there was like a, a white girl that was dating a black dude, and I was like, they're not for me. Okay, they're not mine. So do you do you go knock on her door? <laughs> Anytime a black person walks down the street, just down the block, they're like, Yvonne? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, do you, do you knock on my door? They'd be like, is there a tall black man staying here? No, but I wish. I wish. Right. I would love that for me. <laughs> Tell him to come down here. Let's talk. Okay? When he's done with her, let me just interview him <laughs> to be like, how happy are you in this relationship, sir? Right. How satisfied was your previous partner? You go knock on homegirl's door. Hey, I noticed that that black man wasn't around no more. What happened? Since I'm going to be blamed for your relationship anyway. Shoot. Right. Might as well get involved. Let me get some businesses. That's so funny. I mean, that reminds me, I, um... On Hinge, which I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to get off Hinge soon. You um, you have like two or three episodes left in you. I could I could never join unless like I was being endorsed by them. At this point, I, I can't. It's not a thing that can no, happen. No, Yvonne, it's over for you. You can't find nobody on Hinge. Um, I've had a few people be like, "Love the pod," and I'm like, "Okay, it's getting to be time." But I went on a date like maybe two weeks ago with a man who had I love black women in his bio, which I should have known was a red flag right there. He well, was sometimes black, you but gotta I make still a play, like sometimes this day and that you don't know. You like, do right. 
Do you? That's very true. But I don't know. Whenever I see it in a bio, it gives Hotep. I don't know why. Unless just, you saw I, I Love Black Women plus Sage and Incense plus, you know, <laughs> uh, tarot cards. If you saw all of those in the coordination, then it's like, ah, all right, well, Hotep. Right. Stop eating swine, queen. That milk is why you have your period. <laughs> and then an onk necklace. Yeah. And the yeah, picture of him right. in the caftan from his, his yes. last year somewhere. You're absolutely right. And then but when I went on the date, the first thing he did was try to nag me so hard that I was like, I should just leave now. We walked into the restaurant and I was meeting up with him and his friends because I was meeting up with my friends after. It was like very impromptu. I'm trying to switch it up and be more spontaneous. He puts his arm around me as we're walking to the table and he whispers in my ear, what is your name again? Nigga, no! <laughs> Oh, oh, my name? Yeah, what's your name? Gone. Yeah, G-O-N-E. That's how you spell it. Because yeah. I'm it's not here. good. First name good, last name bye. <laughs> what? What is your name again? Fam, how many of these dates have you had today? Today! <laughs> Bruh, also, it's right there on the app. Like, you could have just pulled over real quick and looked it up. Like, he did that shit on purpose. He knew my name. I was like, no, this Negro is not trying to scam me from the beginning. He was sending red flags like this was the Grand Prix. He was at the starting line like, Red flags. <laughs> but my question is, but did you stay after that? Okay, did I get some buffalo cauliflower and one cocktail? Absolutely. Lacey, you could have gotten <laughs> buffalo cauliflower from Erwan. Girl, it's ten, I just had it for lunch for $10. You got HBO checks now. Don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. Don't do this. I'm going to do you like Jay did me. Season one. Jay was like, you can no longer go to the 99 cent store. I was like, you don't know my life. You don't know my struggles. Right. He's like, I know HBO's paying you. Get out of here. Right. Listen, I just needed to scam my scam him back because he scammed me up top. So I was like, I'm at least scam you for some coins. And I and I had some free time before I had to be at the next spot. So I was like, well, you know, I'll mingle with these folk for a second and then dip out. And was it and was it worth it? I had a good time. <laughs> as for me in my house, we had a good time. Now, as for him and whatever he got going on, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, so we 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 love a good scam. But guys, we're gonna take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back with historic hoodwinks. Scams. I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS20. Just go to N U L L Y. Com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you 
out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. And we're back with historic hoodwinks. And this is where I will regale Yvonne with a famous con or caper. And I really wanted to have you on for this episode because we're talking about some black queens and some performance scams. Um, And I just want to see what you think about this. So today we're talking about Vicki Jones. Uh, She was an American singer who became famous in 1969 for impersonating Aretha Franklin. So she was also the queen of soul. And then this, we got some pictures of homegirl over here in the corner. I mean, Mm-mm. if you squint. Aretha had all her teeth. She, or last time I checked, Aretha had all her, <laughs> like they were in a line. There's, there's too many gaps. Unless this is like, <laughs> no, this, this looked like she was auditioning for Sister Act 2. Like <laughs> you ain't gotta do Vicky like that. Look, <laughs> Vicky was doing the best she could, honey. And, and, and we don't know. Aretha might have had Photoshop teeth. No, nah, we know. No, but um, no, <laughs> we do know. Um, <laughs> we, we we definitely know. We definitely know. But you know, I appreciate Vicky. Um, and honestly, I sympathize with her. I think you go sympathize with her as well when we really get into it. Well, so, how, Mary how Jane, long was she? How long was she impersonating Aretha, and how much did she make? So she was impersonating for a few years, and unfortunately, she wasn't making the bulk of the coins impersonating. So oh, she had a pimp. She had a pimp. Yeah, she had a she had an impersonation pimp, which is just (laughs) (laughs) there's there's levels to this. You wow wow. You know that hurt. I hurt for her for that. So Mary Jane Jones with what a name. She adopted the stage name of Vicki Jones when she started performing soul music at nightclubs in the 1960s. Vicki Jones was a deeply religious woman. She loved God, okay? And if I you love don't love God. God, what's wrong with you? You love God? God, what's wrong with you? That's okay. what was so aggressive. And as somebody who actually does love God, I'm like, but why is that so jealous? I love God. You love God? You love God? <laughs> I was Let's like, fight. I was, yes, I was like, I mean, which God though? Like, there's several different gods. <laughs> what if I mean this? They said it outside, like, you don't love God? Come outside. We ain't finna jump you. Meet me outside. That's that's how Mary Mary felt. What's wrong with you? Okay. You. <sighs> Nothing was wrong with me, but now I feel like something is, and I just feel like this is the opposite of what God would want. <laughs> Right, I don't think God said bully people into loving me. Like, I don't think that was a part of his message. Romans 10, 9 and 10, have you said it? Have you said it? It's like, no, what happened? Come outside. You gonna love God today. Like, what? You gonna learn and love God today. (laughs) Today. Lord, Mary, help us. No. Mm -mm. So, she loved God, right? And at the time, she was a single woman. Her first husband had passed away, who she married when she was 19. And then she married again and had three boys with her new, new husband, who turned out to not be such a nice guy. So, then she had to get rid of him. That's where the chief came from. Okay. That's the space. Right. Maybe. So she was barely scraping by and needed an alternate income so she could earn while her boys were asleep. So basically, Mary was like, I got to get a night job. Mm hmm. So she began singing at various clubs, earning around $10 per performance, singing the devil's music. Ooh, not the devil's music. (laughs) We had to start singing the devil's music, child. I don't ever want to meet the devil, but I feel like some things we subscribe to the devil. He's like, yo, I ain't had nothing to do with that. Devil's food cake, devil's music. He was like... Devil's lettuce. I mean, he's like, I didn't... Deviled eggs. He's like, why why y'all keep giving me stuff? I, I didn't ask for none of this stuff. Y'all just put y'all marketed me all the stuff, but then y'all mad at me. So like which one is it? Am I good or which bad? Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Also, those are all tasty things that you just described. It's like, why are we giving the devil all the poppin' stuff? The devil's twizzlers, and y'all know the, the devil's crunch wrap supreme from Taco Bell. Like, why the devil gotta have all the stuff that we like? All the stuff. I'm just like, no. Angel food cake, devil's cake. That's like, what the heck? So the dark chocolate one is the devil's cake. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how they do. The dark side. Everything got to be dark when it's evil. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I won't tell you to look at the history books and see where the dark was. Well, So, um, y'all did some heavy rebranding, but we know what happened. Heavy <laughs> rebranding. The marketing strategy. The, the, on point. 
When you talk about just white supremacy marketing, like chef's kiss, like their advertisement, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> deep seated. Um, so, <laughs> Sold. So she had to get out here and shake a tail feather and sang the devil's music. So to avoid being ostracized by the good church going folk, which honestly, like, how could anybody ostracize you if they was at the devil's nightclub listening to you sing the devil's music? What was they doing there? But also, half of the amazing singers that we have in in the history of singing and singdom came from the church. Clearly, there is a correlation between banging vocals and people who love God. So you Absolutely. might as well just let them sing. What Adina Howard was, uh, I got me She was in the church. <laughs> Wait, that's not Adina going from from Jesus loves you to I can be a freak out every night. That's because somebody in church. See, I think if there was a median, this is let me let me let me let me, let me land the plane. I'm a, this is my okay, my, my preacher because you know preachers always have to uh, they stutter. To, let, me, let me let me let me let me let me let me land the plane. Let me land the plane. Take your time, Pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel as though if you let if you let them. If you let them use the gifts that God gave them and you show them a median, I think some people would just naturally just like sing both. You know what I'm saying? We could get some banging church hits as well as some banging club hits from the same person. Justin gave us peaches. Okay, Justin Justin Bieber gave us peaches. His new album, Injustice, I was like, is this a church song? Like he gave us like (laughs) holy at the same darn time. <sighs> so we got to wait for Justin Bieber to be the one. when We could have had Adina Howard giving us, I love God. You don't love him. What's wrong with you? With you. you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with a beat, though. With a, like, I love God. I love God. I love right. I'm body rolling for like, Jesus right now. Who said we couldn't drop it low for Jesus? Who that said? was. Let me tell you right now. I know people were mad at that skit, but that was my oh, jab. What? Drop it low, low for Jesus. Hey, come on now. Hit the, the pearly gates. <laughs> hit a dirty wine. Come yes. on. I was like, yo, this is actually this is my this is my theme. This should be my alarm. This is how I wake Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Sherman Showcase, y'all. But yes, dropping it low for Jesus. So so Vicky was worried about the saints. So she wore a wig and an excessively flamboyant dress. Now, Vicky, baby, I don't know why you thought a wig and, and a dress was going to keep people from knowing that it was you, Vicky, and that you was at Sunday service and at Saturday Night Live. So <laughs> talk about it. But, you know, I appreciate the effort. So, in January of 69, she had a performance that changed her life forever. While performing at the Pink Garter. Ooh, sounds like sinning has happened up in there. Not the Pink Garter. Not the Payank. Basically, she was at the Pank. Okay. Vicky, <laughs> as she's done many times before, performed her rendition of Aretha Franklin's Respect. Her spot-on invitation was witnessed by a fellow performer that night, 24-year-old Lavelle Hardy. Ooh. A.K.A. the performance pimp. Lavelle. 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 It's always it's a Lavelle. Mm-hmm. She should have known right then when he said Lavelle. And he, I'm sure he had like a real sleek hair and he, he, the big old toothy smile. Mm. They call no. Uh, my name is Lavelle, but my friends call me Vivi. Oh no, Vale. They just they just call me Vale, baby. It's called me Vale, baby. Sweet cheeks. All right, so Vail came in, and he was a successful Jason, James Brown impersonator. Oh, Lord. Who, on the side, attempted to pass himself off as the real James Brown. So he was an impersonator, and then also on the side, an uh, imposter. <laughs> impersonator, imposter. I love this. <laughs> Which I love that for him. So Lavelle later approached Jones and told her that he was about to tour with the real Aretha Franklin in Florida, and that he wanted to book her as an opening act. Mm. That sounds legit. Does so, it? <laughs> Does it? Okay, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, um, originally, Vicki Jones, being a God-fearing woman that she is, she turned down the offer. Uh, not because she didn't believe him, but, but she didn't have enough money to get to Florida on a bus ticket. So she was like, I just, I can't afford that right now. So sorry, bro. That's smart. She is. And honestly, that was probably the Lord speaking to her. The Lord sent her a mail. He sent her a text. And he said, don't go. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 
So after he explained that she would be paid $1,000, which is about $8,000 today, for a stretch of six nights for performing with the Queen of Soul, she took out a loan for the bus ticket. Now, come on now, baby. If he can't provide you with the bus ticket money, how is he going to give you? It's kind of like if he don't know your name from an app. (laughs) This is Red Flags movie. Red Flags. Red flags. He gave you the what's your name again, sweetheart? Sweetheart. We don't like that for you. So when Vicky arrived in Florida without a penny to her name, Lavelle explained that he'd been lying and that she wouldn't be opening for Franklin at all, but she would be pretending to be her. Damn. Bait and switch. That's when you got I hope she had a round trip ticket because that's when you get a round trip ticket and be like, I got to go. Now, you know she had a one-way. You know she probably treated this like the girls do for All-Star Weekend. And this was before GoFundMe, so she didn't have a way to raise money for that plane ticket back. Not the GoFundMe. <laughs> she couldn't get funded. Okay. So, yeah. Vicky told uh, Lavelle that she wasn't going to do it, right? She let the Lord. Do it for the vibe. I ain't going to do it. Do it for the vibe. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I go do it. But the problem was she's now stuck in Florida without the coins to get home. Mm. Lavelle allegedly told her that he'd kill her and toss her body in the ocean if she refused to comply with his request. Oh, my God, Lavelle, that's zero to 100. She already stranded. That escalated very quickly. I don't understand. <laughs> Why are you going to throw me into the ocean? Because we in Florida? <laughs> and also because you want me to sing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Lavelle. How did we, hold on, this is a, how did we get, nobody is supposed to be, nobody is supposed to be here at all, at all, what is going on, LaVille? I tried this love thing for the last time. (laughs) Right, I bought a bus ticket to Florida for the last time, what? My man, this just feels extreme. Like, you got to kill an anthro in the ocean? This is like, have you seen that Netflix show, The One? Mm-mm, I ain't seen it yet. Oh, you have to binge it. But I'm not going to get, but when you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. That is, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who've listened, y'all know what Yvonne's talking about or watch that show. But yeah, it just feels very aggressive. It's like, I'm not going to sing in the club if you throw me in the ocean. So I don't see. We both lose. So it, it, that's kind of like, <laughs> that's kind of like, um, uh, me checking the Bendigo. It's like, you know, you can put this in the fiery furnace. We still not going to bow, you know, but right. it's not, we still not going to bow. Like whatever you want to do, I'm not going to do it, sir. <laughs> Right. Seems like a lot of work for you. Just like we could just let bygones be. Mm. So driving a hard bargain. Okay, I wouldn't call that driving a hard bargain. <laughs> you threatening to murder her. <laughs> like, what? You drive a tough bargain. Happening. Murder or perform. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Vicky accepted the offer, and Lavelle started approaching a number of club owners claiming to represent Aretha Franklin. To further convince club owners, Lavelle dressed Vicky in the most diva-like attire he could find. Lavelle was able to score a string of gigs, charging a fraction of the 20000 which is about $160,000 today, per performance that Aretha earned at the time. So he said, I'm giving y'all discount, Equate, Kirkland's. Aretha. Not Equate and Kirkland's. You (laughs) Equate and Kirkland's together? I'm giving y'all Massimo Aretha, okay? (laughs) Get into it. Real Massimo is actually kind of fire, okay? Don't don't sleep on Massimo. I ain't saying it wasn't fire. I'm just saying it is the value brand, okay? Now, which is still good. We never said Vicky couldn't sing. Vicky can sing down. I mean, if people really thought she was Aretha, so then apparently so, yeah. And this is also a beautiful moment to take advantage of black people thinking that you are other black people. And I love that. For And, I, and by that, I mean white people thinking you're other black yes. people. Because that happens to all of us so much. I'm working on a show right now um, on the Paramount lot. And one day, one of the dry, like somebody on a car, maybe he works on this show as well, stopped. And he was like, oh, I haven't seen you out here in a minute. Like, normally I see you out here on the corner checking people in. And I was like, checking people in? <laughs> Checking people in. Sir. <laughs> Bitch, I work here. <laughs> Sir. I'm sorry, that's my parking spot. Okay, I have my name on it. I don't, please, please keep moving. I don't check anyone in. I just cash checks. Okay, there's a difference. <laughs> he thought I was our PA who also has, she has red like sister locks and she's very, very fair skinned. We look nothing alike. He saw braids and black and assumed that I was the PA. <laughs> It was it's so funny because I that just happened to me. I pulled up to an interview and, you know, most people when they when you're meeting someone for the first time, you Google them to be like, what is this, what does this person right. look like? 
So the black girl that was there, my sister showed up before me and the black girl that was there was like, oh, okay, great, Yvonne's coming soon. And so she told said guy, hey, this is, you know, she's with Yvonne's team. All he heard was Yvonne and black girl. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so happy to have you here. So great. No. <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 no. Yvonne's, Yvonne's coming. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What's your name again? <laughs> he, he pulled up, what's your name again? I mean, this is this is the theme of this damn episode. And I'm sorry, excuse me. Who are you? <laughs> like, who are you? I know we're doing an interview with you and we're getting something out of this, but who are you? Which, which one of you are the one we should care about? Which which one yeah. of you? And I was just like, <laughs> what? Who is the supreme negress on this call? Um, yeah. <laughs> when she told me that, I was like, don't say that. That's sad. <laughs> she was like, yeah, girl. Oh, it's, oh, it's so sad. And it's not even, I don't even take offense to it anymore because I know it's not about the work that we do or who we are. It's just their own negligence. It happened to Daniel Kaluuya at the Oscars recently. It did um, not. Somebody asked him, yes, someone asked him in press after he had, you know, accepted the Oscar, won the Oscar, so they're doing the post-Oscar press. They were like, so Daniel, like this must be such an important moment for you and and for your community. And, um, you know, how was it being directed by Regina King? No! And he was like, um, that that wasn't me in one night in Miami. That was that wasn't me. <laughs> he didn't say it, but he looked over to his PR people like the fuck. <laughs> Even when you win the Oscar, they're like, we don't know. This, this nigga wanted for something. And it was something black, right? Uh, Miami. The, the blacks love Miami. It's got to be that. Yeah. It's got to be that. So when you were in Green Book, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, like that was not even from this year, y'all. What y'all talking about? So I loved you on the Oz. Okay, I loved you <laughs> on the Oz. It was the remake. Diana Ross was it, or the Wiz? Was it the Wiz or the Oz? What is it? It had a Z. And uh, I feel like that was it. Was that was, was like, what? Right. They're like, we loved you, Daniel and Billie Holiday. No, that was a black woman. That was not me. <laughs> so in the help, I really appreciate <laughs> when you made the pie. Oh, my gosh. The pie. The pie. So good, Daniel. When you made that pie, Daniel. Wow. <laughs> it spoke for the community as a whole, did it not? It's like, wait, yeah. Wrong, wrong thing. How does the community feel about pie? Was that a big moment for them? <laughs> so, uh, Steve Harvey. No, I'm Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, I'm sorry. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. I'm sorry. Wait, what's your name again? Oh, hell. Ah. Um, like, y'all, just a quick Google, please. Like. Please. It's so free. Google is so free. Google is like, actually use us. Like, I feel like the best marketing for Google is, there should be a commercial from the Google team. And if y'all are listening, use this. It's like, have you had that moment when you did not know which black person you were speaking to? <laughs> you needed to find out immediately. Google. Use Google. Just Google it. Second Google it. I, and it don't even have to run on Black History Month. It can actually run all year long. It's a it's a quick 15-second swipe-up commercial for Google. Right. To start, just to avoid that moment, that awkward moment where we're like, oh, you might be a racist. <laughs> like, just, you could just, it, you could get rid of that. You know, we want that for you. And in the search engine, just which Black person am I talking to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You, you can even do face recognition. Just, just like, mm. just act, don't even type it. Just put the phone up to look, make, look like you're taking a picture. And then it's like, <gasps> Daniel Kluwer. Okay, great. Hi, Daniel. Image search. Right. Hi, Daniel. Loved you so much in the movie you were in. <laughs> <laughs> get, get vague with it if you really don't know, you know. Love you so much in films, Daniel. When you be on the camera, I'd be like, yes, Daniel. Um... <laughs> So, you know, it happens to everybody. So Lavelle took advantage of this. Um, so basically, she was doing all these gigs. A news that Aretha Franklin was performing for a fraction of her usual fee spread amongst Florida Cub owners like wildfire. They were like, discount Riri, we'll take it. Lavelle didn't want the money to stop flowing, so he never ended up paying Vicky, and he locked her in a hotel room anytime he needed to leave her alone to book deals. Vicky later said he only gave her two hamburgers a day to eat. Oh, no. Damn, Lavelle. We have to do our black queen like this. She was already pretending to be Aretha. Like, you didn't have to throw her in the ocean. Also. You could have gave her some food. Also, I, when I was poor, the Wendy's dollar menu was a thing. So I I know that there was <laughs> at least a 60 cent menu. You know what I'm saying? There, there had to be a Popeye's two for right. one somewhere. Like... Huh? You could give sis some variety. Also, like, you ain't worried about her pressure. You got to eat all this meat every day. Like, come on now. <laughs> that was not good for her arteries. Maybe it was good for her voice. I don't know. 
I don't know. But this is how they got caught. On the night of one sold-out performance, a club owner began to suspect something when he saw Vicky up close and noticed that she didn't quite match up in pictures. Wow. <laughs> her voice is good. y'all a minute. Her, her voice was phenomenal, but the face, something not, something not right. Curious, you know? Uh, Vicky nervously shuffled toward the mic and murmurs spread in the crowd. So this was probably a crowd of black folks who were like, wait a minute now. <laughs> the TVs may be in black and white, but we know what Aretha looks like. <laughs> well, yeah, we got some we got some foil on the antenna for sure, but we, we still getting a good a picture, a good enough picture to know this ain't her. It's crackly, but I mean, come on, you hit the box a couple of times. You're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> So, however, when she began to sing, the atmosphere in the club completely shifted. At the end of her performance, Vicky quietly thanked the crowd and was given a standing ovation. So she was still good. See, black folks was like, well, I mean, she did sing down. So, you know, I mean. I feel bad for her because I'm like, I high key wanted Vicky to get like a recording deal after this. Like, you know what I'm saying? After all of this, I kind of want her to have a recording deal. That's what she deserves. The scam was only discovered when the real Aretha Franklin's legal team saw glowing reviews of the show. See, see, had that been me, I'd have been like, who is this fake Aretha? And if she's so good, I need to meet her. No, no, because right. I'll be tired sometimes. I'm like, listen, I'm tired. <laughs> listen, Aretha, Aretha said, I've I, I done, you know, 85 cities this year alone. Right. I, let me come here, girl. Let me see how good you are. You are good. She was okay. also fighting for freedom, you know, the, and then Detroit. It's like, y'all, let Aretha have a day off. Just turn the lights real low and have full Aretha come in. I think that's fine. Full Aretha. Full Aretha uh, Franklin. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so they sent the authorities after her. And upon being arrested, Vicky told her story, which detectives were initially hesitant to believe. However, they changed their mind after getting the stories from both individuals and that nothing... Basically, they found out that Lavelle had been shady and he had left her penniless, so they believed her. Unable to afford legal representation, poor Vicky, she asked to plead her case directly to the prosecutor, something most legal experts would say, don't do. Um, But it always happens in movie and TV shows, like, I'll be representing myself. (laughs) Habeas corpus. Habeas corpus. Uh, (laughs) I feel like. So the prosecutor said, we were thoroughly convinced that Vicky was forced to be Aretha. She was. Either she was going to be Aretha or she was going to be in the Atlantic. That's that's it. (laughs) Those were our only two options. I mean, if somebody gave you that, you you think or die. If you die, I'll kill you. What? This is very... (laughs) What's going on? If you die, I'll kill you. She had no choices. So to a stunned court audience, uh, the judge sounded said that she sounded so much like Aretha that the judge decided to let her off due to the fact that while technically she had taken the part in defrauding spectators, her actual performance was indistinguishable from Aretha Franklin. And people more or less got their money's worth. So no harm was done. Wow. Wow. No harm. No harm, no foul. Can you imagine being so good? They were like, well, I mean, did y'all enjoy yourself? That's me driving. Like, I am a terrible driver and my friends love to remind me of it. But I'm like, did you die, though? Like, you made it, right? You're in one piece. So what do you complain about? Point A to point B, sis. But did you die, though? You know what? Remind me to always take an Uber. (laughs) But did you die, though? Should never be. uh... (laughs) Is the bar too low? I I think the bar... I think there is no bar. And at that point, there is no bar. But did you die, okay, though? Okay, fair. I mean, I think that's a good bar. Like, it's like, you alive, you made it to point B. Like, I don't understand what you're upset about. Okay, yeah, you had to hold on sometimes. So what? You, you don't have to hold on. Uh, in airplanes, there's turbulence. And nobody's ever like, oh, the person flying the plane is at fault. You know? So when I'm driving and it's a little turbulent. Coffee, coffee. <laughs> Noted. Hey, uh, Robin. Yeah, you may not want to let Lacey drive anything on the lot. No, it's not going right. to end well for It's not going to end well. Ever. I, it's not going to end well. I do this thing where I do fake phone calls. Like, I'll be, the, I'll be, Ethan and I will be talking like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Hold on one second, Ethan. I got to make a phone call. She's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> on your behalf. I just need to make sure that. Hello, yeah, just want to check and make sure. Yes, I mean, put out the PSAs for me, Yvonne. It's fine. It's fine. Sometimes you never know. You may end up in, in a car with me. You don't know that. You don't know where your life is going. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. I know now that that's not a thing that I desire for myself because I'm already not the greatest driver. So I just don't want this for us. I don't want this for us. So, you know, things are going really well in this Negro spiritual, and I think we need to keep it there. Let's not have a Vicky situation. 
Absolutely. And and I I agree for now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Lavelle agreed to leave Florida promptly and not come back. What are these sentences? They were just like, leave Florida? And, uh, oh, you sound good, girl. No harm, no foul. Where is this justice system for black people? Because I ain't never heard about this before. We need you to go to another <laughs> another state and you can continue doing the same thing because it's going to take us a while to catch up to you in that other state. But you can't be you can't do that here in Florida. Yeah. No, no more here, but wherever else, which sounds actually very Florida. OK, so <laughs> wrapping this on up, guys. Oh, my God. This after this infamous court case, uh, this basically was introduced to Duke Ellington and a millionaire named Ray Green who gave her five hundred dollars on the spot. So a bunch of people came out and were like, hey, boo, you're amazing. We're going to give you coins. She ended up opening up for Duke Ellington and her fame grew. And, you know, she got to live a popping life. But so, guys, wait, so Vicky made it in real life. Yeah, she got broke off. Did she have an album or two? Like, is Vicky secretly like Eartha Kitt or something like, like is Vicky... Who is Vicky in real life? I don't know if she ever recorded, but she was opening up for the girls and she got some coins. So, amen, a blessing to her. And did, uh, did her pimp did her pimp ever try to holler at her again? I don't think so. I think he knew after the murder threat, you know, it's just like that relationship really is, you know, beyond repair. It was severed. It was severed. It was cut. Yeah, that and the hamburgers. You know, I think that it was like, we're not going to leave on good terms, LaBelle. Going on back to where you came from. But guys... We're going to take a break for some non-scam advertisements, and then we'll be back for the saddest part of the show. I have to let Yvonne go. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess all right guys we're back and it's time for scammer of the week this is the end of the show we're just gonna tell yvonne about a scammer then we'll see if this is worthy of her praise if she likes them if she doesn't let's just see so marilyn hartman a woman with a history of trying to sneak away on airlines was arrested on the for her 22nd attempt at sneaking onto a flight at the chicago international airport um (laughs) this came two weeks after the judge rejected her probation for trying to away on another flight so she was showing up in suitcases and trying to be a check bag <laughs> sometimes i i understand because i'm like these trips be costing a lot especially if you try to sit in first like i just i get it i understand right. her struggle 
Right. And they basically, she is outlawed from airports and deputies had activated an alarm on her device as she neared the terminal. And that's where she was arrested. I didn't even know you could do something like that. So they were tracking her Mm. on her way to the airport because they knew she was going to do it. So she's tried this 22 times, um, violating orders to stay away from airports. They said she can't fly no more. They said she can't fly JetBlue, American, Alaska. They won't even let her fly Spirit. And they let everybody on there. (laughs) So plain nothing. (laughs) <laughs> she can't get it on Soul Play. She can't go nowhere. So amazingly, two months after that, she made it all the way onto a flight. April 2014, she boarded a flight to San Jose International Airport and landed at LAX when she was apprehended. So she did make it work a couple times. And um, I just want to say, I feel like I'm proud of her. <laughs> like whose suitcase was she? Like who, who did she get to check her in though? Like who did she get? She had to have a homie coming with her to check her in because, and she was 69. Yeah, so she was agile. Her bones, she was like real like limber. limber. Hmm. Also, if a 69-year-old woman has to do all this to get on a flight, y'all just give her the ticket, okay? I feel like we have bigger, yeah, we have bigger social issues to to really talk about. At that point, what is Medicaid or Medicaid really doing? You know what I'm saying? What is Social Security? (laughs) How is AARP helping? Like, I think we need to get get away from the flight conversation. She is highlighting the social inequality in America. Yes, she is. Because not only, obviously, she probably doesn't have health care, but she can't even get on a flight without sticking herself in a bag. So, guys, we need to take care of the elderly. This ain't right. She can't retire. She also got to fly uh, checked. Okay? Yeah. Is it not coach. That's, that's, that. there's, there's levels. There's first, there's business, there's coach, and then there's checked. <laughs> there's checked. Dang Hell, it, we no. all might be on spirit flying check, child. But, <laughs> guys... That brings us to the end of a fantastic episode. Yvonne, what a dream, what a joy. We always ask on the show, where do you want to be found? Um, In the arms of a beautiful man that has a lot of money and loves Jesus and a nice house and cares about me and is a big giver. (laughs) So... (laughs) Other than there, social media... Was that too too specific? (laughs) I I don't think I understood the question. I want to be found in the arms of someone who loves me. Yeah. Uh, I do too. I would love to be found there as well. It uh, doesn't have to be the same place, but uh, <laughs> that's fine too. And he knows no, my name. Uh, <laughs> I want him to know my name. Um, the bar is on the floor. But <laughs> at Yvonne Orgy on all platforms, if that's what you're talking about. Yes. And drop that book title one more time, guys. It comes out May 25th. Yes. Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me Into the Life of My Dreams. Booyaka! Amen, amen. And as always, guys, Scam got his plot on all f- platforms. Snitch on your friends and family. If you want to find me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And guys, the Black Lady Sketch Show, HBO, HBO Max. Tune in, honey. Give me them streets. Congregation, stay scheming. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess is starring me, duh. <laughs> Scam Goddess, a.k.a. Lacey Mosley. Scam Goddess is produced by Judith Cargbo and engineered by Marina Baez with research by Sherilyn Vera. Stay scheming. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.